March 21st, 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas at Graceview Baptist Church. It's where we're going to have our Doctrine and Devotion Southwest Conference. It's going to be awesome. Conference, conference. You want to be there because we're going to talk about how to protect orthodoxy while promoting unity. In Mm. other words, how to contend for the faith without being a jerk face. Oh, that's that's good right there. Now, for more information, go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com. Look at the banner. Click on the banner. Register today. Space is running out. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Cheers. Cheers. How you doing? I am doing good. Oh, that sounded like a little like a Reformed pub throwback. What? Did they do that cheers thing on? Remember Reform Pub? Remember there was a podcast called Ref- The Reform Pub? The Reform C- Pubcast? Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. But yeah. Remember Wes? Wes? What's his name? Wes? Wes. Lester? Less Lanford, I'm joking. <laughs> so uh, Less and and, uh, and Tanner, Tanner, yeah. yep, yeah. I think didn't they do the Cheers thing? I mean, we weren't. I, th- to copy I think them. they did like Cheers and Amen. Yeah. Well, we don't have to Jesus juke this thing. We just say Cheers. <laughs> We're okay you with know? just yeah, the Cheers. Yeah, Jesus yeah. accepts the Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. You know, Prost. <laughs> Whatever, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're uh, enjoying that Basil Hayden with these. Uh, oh, I love these. These glasses are cool. These are so good. I still might not buy them. You know what? Those will look good on camera. I know. I love them. These are great. So uh, how's your day going, man? It's going good. Yeah. yeah. Busy yeah. day. Yes. Hey, I hear you have to go out of town again. Yep. Yeah. When's yep. that happening? I was going to bring that up uh, oh, towards the end okay. here. Okay, well, I'll wait. I'll let you bring it up at the end then. No, no, it's fine. I'm heading to uh, Leeds. Leeds? Leeds. Where's that? Uh, North England. North England? North. So mm. north of London. Nobody knows Leeds. You should say you're going to North England. Uh, no, there was a great show there. By Which the Who. Oh, Live in Leeds. No, the Who is pretty cool. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. All right. A little so, before your time, but okay. Yeah, yeah, but nonetheless, they still talk about it. <laughs> and there's stuff all around about it. <laughs> nah, man, great community, great city, love it, business. enjoy it. Business, yep. Vacation too? Nope. No, just no, business. No, no, just business. I'm just going to fly in. Well. No, you're going to be gone for a while because we have to record a bunch of episodes. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'll be for a week. I leave on a Thursday. Yeah. Right? So that means I arrive on a Friday. Yeah. And then I'm there. I have. I, I'm going to a Leeds United match on Saturday Boring. with some employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, going to go church. shoot down to London for uh, to go see Brad and Julia. Okay, what, what, what church are you going to go to on Sunday then? <sighs> I'm hoping to go to Brad and Julia's church. Okay, they go to uh, Trinity Church down there. So right. I'm hoping to be able to make it. I just got to make sure I get there on time. Yeah. It's a two hour train ride, so it depends on how. Either that, or usually I go to I go to Sheffield. I take the train to Sheffield. Yeah. and go to I believe it's called the Meeting Place or Meeting House. Do you know what I'm talking? it's a uh, it's an eight two nine church? What's his name? Crowder. Is it Crowding House? I don't, I don't know. No, what's oh, yeah? It's gonna kill me. I can't remember his name. Timmis. Oh, Steve Timmis' church. Steve, yeah, yeah, so right. that's where I usually go right, cool. uh, when I'm in town. Nice. Hmm. You when thought you had me there, I did. Didn't I thought you? I was going to get you. I was uh, going to get you for not uh, going to church. Uh, uh, now, where, see, I know where the churches are that I go to. Where are you, where are you, when are you coming back? You leave on a Thursday. What day do you come back on? Uh, I fly back the following Thursday. So I got to- uh, uh, It's two weeks. <laughs> yes, you crossed into the second week. You crossed into the second week. Counts as two. So yeah. yeah. Sunday, meetings, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, fly out Thursday morning. Yeah, cool. Well, my wife is going to be leaving uh, in September. It's a ways off, but she's going to Corsica. Well, she's going to go to Germany. Okay. Meet up with her mom and her sisters. Yeah. And, uh, and then- 
They're gonna go to Corsica. They got a just giant Airbnb. They're gonna be on the beach. It's like a. It's like, is that a French island? It's a beach. I know that. Anyway, they're uh, they're gonna be. What chilling. month are they going? Uh, like September, I think. I don't know. So it'll be like I'll, 70, be, I'll probably be out that way in August for a month. Yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. She's taking my daughter Catherine. Well, wow, yeah, dude. Okay, first of all, you would hate it. What? You, no, I no, I don't want to go to the beach. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you yeah. would hate that trip. The beach, and is they the, would hate you being on that trip. Well, I wouldn't be on the. It's like the the beach is like the closest you can get to hell. It's what? hot. What? It's dry. What? It's just the abyss you're staring out into. <laughs> like, who would want to go to the beach? It's crabs everywhere biting your toes. I'm not going to the beach, man. Sharks? No, thanks. Not doing it. I'll go to the pool under an umbrella <laughs> and just sit there with your cigar, with my phone and, the cigar. and, and your your hat, your vacation oh, I gotta, I gotta hat, vacation your vacation hat. hat. Beach is the worst. <laughs> your pasty white legs. I've seen them. Oh yeah, my Jen legs, sends my me photos. My, my legs look good. No, yeah, they do. They're pale. Yeah, they're not the color, but the shape is good. They have a good shape to them. <laughs> what do you want? I'm gonna look for that photo Jen sent me. Yeah, you can. You can. I'm, 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 not, I'm not ashamed. You're not ashamed. No, you here should. I stand. You I should. can do no other. I show my legs. <laughs> oh no, you could. You could it tan. Nah, no. Nah, that's why. That's why my skin's all smooth and soft. Mm. Yeah. So, man, that's gonna be fun for her. How was your day going? Good. Getting a lot done. Getting really excited about the uh, the t- conference in Texas, and very excited about the 2020 Chicagoland conference. Yeah. Are you together. getting a lot done because you're reading Everyday Matters? I am. I'm. You know, that's a biblical approach to productivity. Yeah. Who's? I, you know what? They just sent me this. Yeah. They just sent it to us. So I have not read it by Kent Hughes. Yep. You know, I am excited though to reread Help My Unbelief by Pipes. Yeah, I, I'm excited to look at that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not can't reread it because I haven't read it yet. But, but it's a new edition. You didn't read it? No, I ain't got time to read about unbelief. <laughs> Wait, it's I'm a revi- <gasps> revised. It's revised and expanded. Expanded, yeah, much more unbelief in there. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> now with twice as more unbelief. Thirty yeah. percent mm. more unbelief, y'all. Yeah, just like uh, what do they call raisin bran? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, here's the thing: when they revise and expand these things, how is just how is someone supposed to understand? Like. If you reread it, right? How okay. are you going to know the difference? All right. For, for example, um, we're going to talk about uh, Donnie Whitney's book, Spiritual Disciplines yeah, yeah, for the yeah. Christian Life. That's been revised and expanded. Yeah. And he did that because uh, at some point he realized, like, you know what? I didn't address enough gospel issues in here because, you know, somebody could take this. And if they're not really grounded in the gospel, mm-hmm. maybe they could have a warped perspective. So I think he, I think that was why he revised and expanded it. And it's sort of like um, The Life of God and the Soul of Man is a book that uh, is really, really good, but it doesn't have a ton of Christ in it. And I would imagine that uh, that would be a good book to revise and expand yeah, yeah. if it wasn't a few hundred years old. Yeah, for sure. So, right. so we're, um, what we're going to do today is we're going we're gonna to do a real episode a real a episode. real episode on the spiritual discipline of solitude. Silence and solitude. Silence and solitude. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've done this once before, didn't we? Yeah. It, what's funny is, okay, so if you guys don't know, back in 2017, oh. on April 1st, we oh. released a bonus episode on silence and solitude. We held on to that one because we it's started so thinking great. of that in like January. That was your idea. You January, came up with January, February, we're like, oh, you'll be a great podcast joke. And we sat on it. So we recorded it. So if you go and you listen to that episode, <laughs> it. it's uh, it, there's an intro that lasts, I don't know, a minute or two. Mm-hmm. And then we say, so we, we basically introduce the discipline of silence and solitude. And then there's just quiet for like 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, uh, and people- And were, then we do the ending. At the end, there's an ending to the video. <laughs> and people were writing us going, dude, your podcast is messed up. Uh, it's not, I can't, like there's no, there's nothing. It's just, it's just silent. Exactly. <laughs> Way to pay attention, bro. It's April 1st. 
<laughs> See, we don't do the obvious, like super obvious. It's just funny. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, it's still The us. best part was, though, is that we inserted 30 minutes of silence yes. so that if someone would sit there and scroll back and forth, yeah. and they would see, like, they wouldn't see it was only two minutes or yeah, three yeah, minutes. Yeah, then they'd know the joke. Then they're going to know the joke. Yeah. 30, yeah. 30 minutes of silence. Yep. And then it's, uh, let's see here. Yeah, 32 minutes and 33 seconds. That's the episode length. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, awesome. when we troll, we troll hard. Yeah, you know, creatively, it was good. But this is a real one. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about this discipline of silence and solitude, emphasis on the solitude. Yep. And really, the, what we're drawn on is uh, Donnie Whitney's book, oh, Don Spiritual Whitney. Disciplines for the Christian Life. My my. Good. Have you seen his handwriting? Have you seen his penmanship? Yeah, man. I've got a, I've got a book autographed by him from like 1994, <gasps> and his penmanship back then was all like crazy. He's older now. I don't know. It might have gone downhill a little bit. No, I doubt. Yeah, it. I bet uh, you. It's, I, 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 I think it's like a fine wine. He's a fine wine. His, his Donnie Whitney is a is he a Cabernet? He's a yes, yes. Whitney's a Cabernet. Are you? You're, are, what would you be? A port? Because I'm portly. No, because I'm more alcohol. No, no. I, you know what? I would actually. I'm. I'm uh, You'd be champagne, you dandy. You totally would be champagne. <laughs> I was thinking something like like rich and dry, but like got the like a little flavorful Pinot yeah. Noir. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, I'm like the Taranga grape I'm from ripple. the that's Campania I mean. region of Italy, no. southern Italy. That that's what I am. I'm the, I'm the cheap. I'm the cheap wine. I'm the bottom. You're the you're, wine. You're, you're, you're wine in a box. Yeah. Well, uh, some wine in a box is pretty good. Yeah. There are high end wines in boxes now. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. Google it. Yeah, you should. I'm gonna, no, I'm not. I have to throw away my computer because I don't want that search history. <laughs> it's worse than having porn on your computer. Cheap wine <laughs> so, search. Your wife would be like, I can't believe you were searching for cheap wine. Yeah, my wife would leave me. Yeah, she, she, like, this she is, would cross the me. line. But uh, we love Donnie Whitney. We love yeah. his book. We yeah. love his, uh, the spiritual disciplines for the Christian life. And as Joe mentioned, it was recently revised and expanded to kind of go deeper. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it's it's a fantastic resource. Really great book. I I highly recommend reading it every few years. Yeah, it's good. Um, I know some people read it every year. I, I'm not. I have not done that. You're not practice. that week, yeah. No, it's not that. I'm yeah. not that. I'm not that. You haven't forgotten what Bible intake is. So, <laughs> so, so, Joe, for you, as we, as we, you know, we we love this book. We've talked about this. We've we promoted this book, and we don't get paid to promote that book. Nope. Why do we think this book is so important? <sighs> because we tend to think we have the. Sp- spiritual disciplines either we, we tend to think we have them figured out like oh i read my bible and i pray and i go to i worship um but we don't often think very deeply about them and so uh whitney goes deep into these yeah. disciplines uh to help you understand what's at stake how to do it so it's practical it's theological it's very biblical and he covers a, a multitude of spiritual disciplines uh which are i think really good so it's a good introduction for new believers it's a it's also um a good refresher for for the mature Christian who just needs to start rethinking about them because mm. again we tend to get comfortable, but it's also just good instruction because like I said, even experienced Christians may not think about all of these disciplines like silence and solitude. They yeah. might not think about yeah. that from a biblical perspective as a discipline that they should engage in, and so I think it opens up um, Christians and readers to uh, disciplines that they haven't considered before while sort of stoking the fires to get back into what we take for granted or tend to slip out of. I know that's happens to me. So yeah, it's good for me to go back and, mm. and reread it. And, and I love recommending it. It's uh and it's not, it's not like super complicated, right? Yeah. It's, it's easy to read. I mean, Whitney's really smart, but he's able to write like Sproul was like that. Sproul could just write at that, that level for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. can read. Anybody the can read a level. Book. Yeah. The fo- 
Not the McCoy level. Not, Steve no, McCoy. still could not read. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Steve needs help. McCoy's a whole nother level. Whenever Steve reads a book, his finger goes along the lines of each uh, of the words. He has oh, to yeah, yeah. move. I, 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 don't, I don't do that. No, of course not. I, I, I don't have a ruler that I... You're, you're a Jimmy Fowler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awkward. So, mm, it is. So, so Joe, uh, like when we talk about like discipline or really the dis- discipline of being solitude, what are we talking about? Well, Whitney says that solitude is the voluntary and temporal withdrawing to privacy for spiritual purpose. Very general definition, yeah. but it means getting alone and getting with God. That's yeah. how I would say it, right? Getting yeah. alone and getting with God. And, and really, if you're talking about the discipline of solitude, it is go- it should accompany the discipline of silence, right? Yeah. Uh, you not talking, but you listening. We'll talk yeah. more about that in a little bit. And I think what's really important, though, as we're as we're looking through this, and I, I love that when you're voluntary and mm. temporal, withdrawing to privacy for spiritual purposes, right? Yeah. And I tend to withdraw to privacy uh, to avoid, and that's yeah. not what we're talking about that here. We're not, not talking about a, that's. It's not a spiritual discipline to avoid your circumstances, to right. withdraw to avoid your circumstances. It's or not to a, just sulk. Like yeah, sometimes we'll or just sulk. to be, yeah, yeah, uh, to have a, a little pity party. Curl up in thing. the fetal position on your bed because the girl that you liked in college said she couldn't talk to you anymore because your past was too messed up, and her dad would never accept you. <laughs> 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 that might have happened to somebody I know. Well, I, I, you know, I mean, hey, you might have been, you know, some others that they're, you went to your future father-in-law and asked about dating his daughter and, and with the intention of marrying her. He says, no, you're not good enough. Yeah. And, and, then, you, and, then, and I know, you know, people from Chicago just can't be, and you, you look thug, but you know, I know I'm not thug. Yeah, you're sitting here, I'm with my nice jeans and, and your goatee, shirt, your and youth, youth pastor goatee. Youth pastor goatee, and, you know, and tells you not good enough. And so. when we, we, when people experience these kinds of things, they tend to curl yeah, up in the fetal position. So I've been told. Yeah, I mean, I, so I've, heard, I've, I've heard testimonies <laughs> like this. That's not. That's not what we're talking that's about. That's being a baby. Yeah. That, that's yeah. Being a baby. So we're not talking about with, you know, avoiding circumstances. We're not talking about withdrawing for privacy because you want to avoid, you know, hard relationships or mm-hmm. people that you're in conflict with or just to skirt your responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. That's laziness, apathy, fear. Those are not good reasons to isolate yourself. However, uh, the discipline of, of solitude is good to prepare you for those circumstances, yeah. right? So like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just got the, the anvil dropped on my head and uh, and I'm feeling weak, but instead of just curling up and whining and crying, I'm going to go and be alone and be with God and let God do his work in me. I'm going to yeah. seek him in the midst of that. That's yeah. really the idea. And so, Joe, like when we look at scripture, we see some examples. Got some uh, silence and solitude Of silence and solitude. I mean, Matthew 4, right? Mm. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness and he was alone there for 30 or 40. Well, he wasn't alone. Devil was there too for a while. He was, alone, he was alone there for 40 days, except for when the devil came to tempt him. Yeah, and the devil tried to screw up his silence and solitude. Yeah, see? He was not having it. Nope, he was not. He was not. Uh, Matthew 14, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Right. Mark one thirty five says, rising early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Happens yep. all the time. I mean, this was a thing that Jesus regularly did. Yeah. When it was day, this is a Luke four, forty two. When it was day, he departed and went into a desolate place. So Jesus is obviously giving us an example of yeah. this discipline of of solitude. And I know that there are some critical reviews of of Donnie the Man's uh, book. They 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 don't. I've read some really 
they're kind of, I'll be, I'll be honest, I think they're garbage reviews of his book where they're, they're sort of nitpicking and saying, well, Jesus isn't a, an example for us in, in all of these ways. And uh, Jesus certainly isn't an example for us in everything that he did. He didn't get married, for example. Yeah. And so yep. that's not a prescription for everybody. But his life of discipline, submission to God, his walk with the Father, those are examples for us. And so this is an example. Jesus doesn't just serve as an example for us. His righteousness is our salvation, yeah. but it is then also a model for us to emulate. And then he explicitly calls us to practice it. Where? In the Bible. Okay. Yeah, Matthew <laughs> Matthew 6, 6. But when you pray, this is Jesus, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door. Shut the front door. Shut the door <laughs> and pray to your father who is in secret. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty clear, right? Yeah. Like, get alone and get with God. This doesn't mean public prayer is bad. Nope. Public prayer is good. Corporate prayer is good. Really good. It's yes. important Essential. that we get alone. And I just know, experientially, I think most of us know that um, there there can be a true sweetness, uh, a reviving influence when we do this right. And we'll talk about yeah. what that means when we, when we do this right. Sometimes... You need to get alone. Yeah. But sometimes, Jimmy, oh, you need to get with the people. Yeah, and, and you know what? Specific people. You need to get- The best people. You need to get with the Jofo. You know what happens? Bad company corrupts good morals. Paul said that. Paul said that. Okay. Yeah, but, but you get with the Jofo and the listeners of D&D in Texas, mm-hmm. sanctification. When can they do that, Joe? When can they, when can they get with us? Well, March. March 21st. It's, it, is it March 21st? Burleson, Texas. 10 a.m. At it's gonna Grace be, View Baptist Church. A one-day conference. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're, Jimmy and I are really excited to talk about contending for the gospel, how to protect orthodoxy and promote unity, um, how to contend for the faith while loving your brothers and stiff-arming heretics. you got to stiff-arm the heretics. you got to stiff-arm them. But you want to be able to- Those still, inside and outside. Yeah. Yep. But you want to embrace the brothers and sisters, even yep. when they're erring, and try to have a relationship with them. So we're going to talk about that. We're really excited. You can go to doctrineanddevotion.com and register. Space is limited because Graceview is a tiny little- baby church they don't have like a thousand seats like I'm, we need so well, I'm, I'm pretty sure theirs is bigger than ours oh it's way bigger than ours preemie sanctuary like nothing in there baby we're preemie yeah, yeah. um <laughs> grace view, man, great let me just say about this grace view i was at grace view and grace i've never said this before oh never the people at grace view oh here those we go. are my people they remind you of what redeemer fellowship oh and if you were not serving at redeemer where I, I, I would i would kick uh scarborough out and be their lead pastor you, you say the same thing i do that what you are you talking about you talked about it with michael beck's church okay that's oh, definitely true with michael beck's speaking of which uh anthony sent me a message we gotta talk about it oh cool so you said it about uh uh beck's church yep you said it about just the whole city of portland no, no, yes, no. <gasps> no, I just said yes, it in, por- I said in Portland. Yes, everybody looks like did. me. And now, That's what I said. Burleson, Texas. But, but, but that church is really mm-hmm. great. Solid pastors, mm-hmm. solid people. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying people. they're not. I'm just saying you just seem to say the same thing. I don't say it. Don't say it about Andy Stanley's church. We haven't been there. How do you know? Oh, when was the last time you were at Andy Stanley's church? 2000. And doing right what? Right when he planted. Doing what? Being commissioned as uh, a missionary with the North American Mission Board. What's up? Okay, you win this round. You I don't, know, I don't remember if I was actually at the church, though. <gasps> I just know it's in the area. It's, it's in the area. It's in Alpharetta, Georgia. So I know, you know, it's in there somewhere. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. All right, man. So listen, um, let's talk about why solitude is important, right? Like getting away. Um, yeah. Because like we live in a crazy day. Um, we are always, people are always working. They're sort of always on call yeah, with cell yeah. phones and internet and all of that. Did you see the the download speed I got now? 
Yeah, oh, I was dude. so jealous. I, I mean, I wa- it's not no, the no, dig down. No, no, I, I sinned. I was, sinned. <laughs> like I was, I was jealous. I was envious. I yeah, asked yeah. the Lord, how, how is it that you gave it to him and not me? Yeah, well, because my download speeds at 20. because I've got seven people streaming at the same time. That's why God gave it to me. But I got like twenty five. You twenty five down? Yeah, that's what we had. We had we had, well, we we're supposed to have thirty down, and we were getting like not very much. So yeah, three hundred and something down. I was, good. So anyways, anyways, with all of the internet and all the distractions, and uh, while in many ways we aren't as busy with work as previous generations were because we have so much automation and help and technology, we tend to fill our time with with busyness and there is a constant pressure to always be on and to always be connected. So yeah. solitude is a disconnecting and an isolating of ourselves for spiritual purposes. So what are some reasons that uh, that this is helpful for us when we do that, Jimmy? Well, I mean, just right there, you talked about uh, just all the technology around us and how busy things can get. Uh, all the, you know, when you have 300 download speed, that means you're watching certain, you know, watching a bunch of videos and movies Download and movies. TikTok and doing the TikTok on five phones at the same time. Wait, did you say downloading movies? Yeah. Downloading? Like, what do you mean? So like, so like Amazon and on Netflix, you click download. Mm, so it downloads to your device. Yeah, okay. That way I can sit in my car and smoke mm-hmm. a cigar where I don't get the internet gotcha. and I can okay. watch it okay. there. Yeah. You thought you were going to catch me torrenting or something. I, I don't I, do that. Anymore. Never have. I've never torrented. Well, okay then. There All right. Go. So try and catch me. I did try. Yeah. Uh, but so it removes distractions. Going alone, yeah. it's important because it removes all those distractions, and it's mm. just you, the Word, and the Lord. There's just noise everywhere, man. Yeah. And it's like, and you can see it, right? Like when um, I don't think this is true with you, but I've traveled with a lot of other people in the past, uh, pastors in particular, and uh, we would go into a hotel room, and the first thing they do is they turn on the TV. They got to have the TV on, and I was always like. And not that I'm so spiritual, I wouldn't do that. I would play music or something. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, I, I, it was just obvious. Like, wow, I would never want to turn the TV on in here. And I would ask them about it. Like, I just got to have some noise. Like, there's this awkwardness when it's too quiet. Like, we're so used to noise and busyness and sort of this this electronic chaos that when we don't have it, we don't really know what to do. There's like TV shows playing in the lines at, at theme parks, right? Because yeah. people are staying in line for too long. They get bored. They got to have some sort of distraction. I don't think the hotels you and I stay at get, have TVs. That well, not work. the last not one the last stayed one. at. Jimmy is so bougie <laughs> that he stays in really nice hotels. And if they don't serve Eggs Benedict, <gasps> it's really not going to be a hotel that he stays at. But he tried to keep it on the cheap and went to California. And it was, I went way too far. The pendulum really oh, shifted. Oh, man. I, even like, listen, I'll stay in a divey, scary place. This place. This one had a crackhead outside. Crackhead outside yelling she at us. yelling at us. Like, like, she didn't have any clothes on. Like, what's going no, on? No, no. She had clothes on. That's Not weird. all of her clothes. Oh, she I had, looked away. Yeah, no, I, I was, was, I was trying not to laugh. I was fixated. It was scary. So we want to remove these distractions. Yeah, crazy uh, crackheads. <laughs> so, but it also provides an opportunity to worship, right? When you're alone, mm-hmm. you, there's this opportunity for for you to worship with God, mm-hmm. uh, and and just to have that opportunity. Yeah, and I think about it. Like you know, maybe you'll sing. Um, maybe you won't, but the point is, is that you have the opportunity to consciously, intentionally adore yeah. the triune God who loves you. You can think on him and meditate on him. And that, like, that's another thing that it gives us the opportunity to do. It provides an opportunity to seek the yeah. Lord, right? Like, think of just, like, 
we get up, we get going, we got all the stuff to do. Most people uh, today in our culture, um, you know, rich people culture, uh, you know, we, we get on our phones. It's the first thing we wake up, boom, yep. grab the phone off the nightstand. And I uh, like, what, what are my oh, yeah. social uh, media emails? Like what's oh. business? Like what, what are, whatever it is, people want to go to it right away. Uh, wait, what are the newest TikToks that have been happening? They, they go to that stuff right away. And we're, we just kind of fill up our days with all of these things. Uh, solitude gives, gives you the opportunity to say like, you know what? I'm going to push everything aside and I'm going to worship mm. God and, uh, and, and seek him intentionally. I, I like that. It also, what? It doesn't, I got a couple of, what do you got? Uh, I was going to talk about how it forces us to be still. Like mm. it forces us just to quiet down yeah. still and, and rest, right? Yeah. And like you mentioned before, this go, go, go culture, mm-hmm. just that opportunity to just, <sighs> yeah, it, it, we need it, right? And like, we're, there's not a lot of rest. People feel it, guilty. Yeah, and it's like a rest. it's a it's a rhythm. It's a natural rhythm that's that we really need in our lives. It's almost like mm, here like we go. God should have, I don't know, said, "Hey, like every week you should take a whole day just rest." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I I figured he also told us like at least every month go on vacation, and that's that's what I'm trying to do. And every day have a siesta, Jimmy. I, I, I. Sometimes, yeah, or once a week, go down to the boat. That used to be like <laughs> I know, that was a thing. That was <laughs> your business got way too busy. <laughs> that ain't happening anymore. No, no, I noticed. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> boat Fridays and bar- barbecue boat Fridays no longer. <laughs> you, I brought back a memory for you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I missed that, man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just go take phone calls, Jimmy barbecue, like, and sleep. Jimmy would be like, "Hey, man, you want to drive down to the Lake Michigan and go hang out on the boat all day?" And I'm like, no, <laughs> but I want to stand on a boat all day. It's not on a boat all day. He's like, because it's fun with barbecue. We eat and we hang out. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Do I have to be in the sun? Can I sit in the shade? That was my biggest concern. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah, there was the water. The sun was, reflects off the water and it burns your skin. I yeah. Guess. I mean, there's a living room and three bedrooms on the thing. So I, I can hang out. In, is it air conditioned? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Invite me next time. Yeah. It's up in Nova Scotia right now. Oh, forget about that. <laughs> um and another thing that it does, uh, why this is important, is it helps us to regain a spiritual perspective on things. Like Jimmy was talking mm. about earlier, like when he's being a big baby because what? his father-in-law was being mean to him. No, 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 no. Like, I, I'm not saying it was uh, me. Oh, no, somebody was. Somebody, somebody was being mean to somebody. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, he just sort of caved in on himself and just cried all day. Um, but we, saying that. When you're, <laughs> we, but when we do face difficulties or stressful uh, situations, when we're confused or concerned, anxious, angry, whatever it is, Getting away and spending time with the Lord helps us to regain a spiritual perspective. If you're doing it right, we're going to talk about how to do it right here in just a minute. But because um, again, it's like you're not just getting alone and just sitting there and sulking yeah. or stewing or getting mad. Uh, you've got a very specific spiritual purpose when you're doing it. And so, yeah, it can help you to get clarity on you know, what maybe what God is doing, certainly what God's word says, and what you should do as you're filling this time with the right disciplines as an, as an accompaniment. Yeah. And so when we talk about doing it right, I think it's fair to say meditating on scripture is not just important. It's a necessity. Yeah. You're not, you're not doing solitude right. If the word is not a part of it. Yeah. I just, and now again, it may be uh, one verse. Yeah. It may be one, one opportunity, one chance to seize everything you ever wanted. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> Never forget. I don't, I don't know the rest. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Like you said, one verse, whether it's one chapter it could be a theological doctrine even from yeah. the word of God that you're thinking about. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that it's the truth of God that you are bringing to bear uh, 
on yourself in that time. In fact, I came across uh, this quote by David Mathis. He wrote about this discipline on desiring God. And one of the things he said is, solitude is a kind of companion to fellowship, a fasting from other people to make our return to them all the better. Mm. Silence is a fasting from noise and talk to improve our listening and speaking. But God doesn't mean for us to fast uh, long from food, fellowship, noise, and talk. And there's nothing in Scripture that would lead us to think that he would have us ever fast from his word and prayer. In fact, it is for increased engagement with God's word and prayer that is at the heart of good silence and solitude. David Mathis killed it on that paragraph. Mm -hmm. Really, really good stuff. So, Jimmy, like, obviously, if you're doing silence and solitude, maybe give up your phone. Oh, yeah. I would say give up, turn it off, put on silence. But I, I can't have it with me. If I'm really doing, I gotta, I gotta put it away. I gotta turn it off or turn it, like turn the ringer off, and yeah. like, literally just put it in my bag or something. So I'm not because if it's there, I will pick it up. It's just, yeah. Oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta I, pick it up. And I would even say, no music. Now mm. you you can have, of course, like listen. There's no rule that you can't have music. Uh, music can be great, but it's also music could be a distraction for you. Um, it's it's definitely, I think, a good habit to make time for yourself to be in true silence without anything um now it may not be possible right some people are in a stage of life or in a station where getting alone for any real length of time is just not likely you know mm. I mean? it's like there are some people i know some stay-at-home parents like they just like when are they gonna there's like little kids everywhere always all the time and they're gonna take a nap but then they're gonna cry in the middle of it they're not gonna really be there uh they're not gonna really give them the opportunity to be alone so maybe maybe you do have some noise canceling headphones that you put on for yeah. a little bit you know um mine are skull candy mm. what kind of noise canceling headphones do you have jimmy uh bose bose mm-hmm. oh that's right is it the trump version they're all like gold lines don't worry yeah, about it what are you trump, why do you do trump, this to me why do you do this to me trump by bose <laughs> That's what you got. Yeah, I mean, like, do whatever it takes, right? And do it to the best of your ability. But now, Whitney makes some suggestions, right? Um, uh, When he talks about this in his articles and in his book, uh, what are some of his suggestions that he makes if you're going to engage in this discipline? He talks about minute retreats, right? Mm. So just having these little uh, opportunities uh, and you kind of prioritize these small segments of the day where silence and solitude can be achieved. So I think it depends on your season, your, what uh, uh, what works best for you. Sometimes, you know, a minute is, can be achieved maybe during the lunch hour, maybe yeah. maybe in the morning on your way to the office. Bathroom break, hit the stall. Yeah. Like seriously, like whatever, like find an opportunity to just be quiet and pray and consider God's word. You know, um, we've mentioned it here before, but I used to take, uh, and every once in a while I'll do, I'll do this, but I would take the Valley of Vision and I would schedule three times a day, uh, usually like around nine and 12 and three when my alarm would go off. And that would mean go get away somewhere right now mm-hmm. and meditate on one of those prayers from the Valley of Vision. And that was a little minute retreat that Whitney is suggesting. So however you do it, um, it's a good idea to to try it, right? Just try it. And if minute retreats are not going to happen unless you schedule them. You got to, yeah. for most people, you got to make it happen. We're too busy. And then and then if you think like, I'll do it later. If you don't schedule, I'll do it later. I'll have more time later and you'll never do you'll it. You'll never get Just to it. Just put it in your phone and make it ring um, and uh, and you're like, okay, now's the time when I'm going to do it. We're not talking about a long time, just a couple um, of minutes. 60 seconds. Yeah, just go and do that thing. One of the things that he said was uh, to set a goal of daily silence and solitude. And this is just old school, do your devotions, right? Have, mm-hmm. a, have a quiet time, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, 
I'm a big believer in doing it in the morning. Uh, for most people, I think most people would benefit from doing it in yeah. the morning. But not everybody can do it in the morning. So whether you do it in the, in the afternoon or in the evening or both, right? Like a psalmist in the morning and in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, set a goal. It, like it's not a legalistic goal. You don't have to beat yourself up if it doesn't happen. But it's a good idea to just make it a part of your routine. You know, uh, and I know when when you and I are firing on most of our cylinders, uh, mm-hmm. that's something that's happening, right? Yep. That's that, yep. that's one of the that's that's not the first thing to go. We really try to protect that because we need that time alone with God. I know, like if we don't have that, we're just we're not oriented, we're not thinking straight. And I know that if I take the time to meditate on God's word and pray and get along with Him for a short period of time in the morning, it sets me up for the rest of the day, and I'm generally more inclined to have those thoughts continue with me than if I didn't have it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there should also be, uh, trying to set that goal of daily silence and solitude, right? Like making sure you do it. That's what I just said. Huh? Yeah. No, you said, we were talking about the minute retreats on that one. Nope. Set a goal of daily silence and solitude. That was the second one. Now his third one is what, Jimmy? Oh, well, you know, his plans. (laughs) (laughs) I was like totally paying attention to No, you were not. You were totally not. You were on your phone. You were looking at stuff. (laughs) I saw you looking at stuff. Present, you be in the moment. This is not your time of silence, solitude. This is your time to be with me in fellowship. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah you were like, day. you were like, yeah, I'm not gonna, a goal. I'm not gonna look dumb this time. <laughs> you literally said that before we got it. You literally said, said, like, I'm not gonna look dumb. I know what we're doing. I hate uh, you. I, I got this. I got this outline here where Whitney's suggestions here. These four, four suggestions I, from Whitney. I went through them. I'm good. Anyways, number three, plan a day or more to getting away. Mm. Um, and I think, I, I think this is more than just retreats. I mean, retreats and conferences are great, but I think this is this is something like. Um, Those are those are great opportunities, yeah. right? And they they have their place, right. right? But often I find when I when I do go away uh, and involved in a conference uh, or retreat, I do come away tired, right? And, oh yeah, and a totally. bit exhausted. There's, there's like thousands of people there. Yeah, well, not ours, but yeah. No, that's why ours are refreshing. Yeah, that's why ours are refreshing. Yeah. It's not thousands, but um, I think I, I Nicholas Batzig is calling. One point one speaker. Yep. Right, hang on. Oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. Hey Nick Batzig, uh, we are recording right now, so you are uh, you are being recorded on speaker. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> hey Nick. Hey guys, are y'all really recording? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're you're on our episode on the discipline of silence and solitude. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I think he wants to. Is this, is this sponsored by the Babylon Bee? No, no, uh, they're not sponsoring us yet. We'll see. Right. We'll we'll see. Uh, hey, can I call you back? Yeah. Thanks back. for calling me, Nick. He doesn't have your number. <gasps> I'll call you, Timmy. Bye, buddy. <laughs> he ain't calling me. All right. So sorry. Plan a day, like we say, to get away. It can be exhausting at conferences. So I do. I hate. All right. I hate being away from my family. Like that's that's yeah, true. You do. Yeah. I, I do hate that. As much as you travel, I know it. That's why you take them with you whenever you can. Whenever yeah. I can, I try to take. I, I try at least take my wife with yeah, me. Right? Yeah. Right. Forget the kids. Yeah. That's true. You got time for that. <laughs> so, but when I like when I'm going on this trip alone, or when I go on trips alone, yeah. Um, as as much as it, it I hate it, it. There is that opportunity where I'm mm. able to be by myself, right? right? So I always try to build in uh, a day when I'm not doing work at all. Now, but most people aren't one percenters like you, Jimmy. So they can. I hate <laughs> you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. 
people I'm like, top, like 3%. Okay, it's, you're it's, it's, top you're, 3%. I'm at I'm okay. 3%. I, I'm exaggerating. I'm it's just, just saying, if we're in the U.S., you're at 5 Okay. Yeah, I think we all kind of qualify as rich in America. If mm-hmm. you got if you got a, a cell phone that's a smartphone, you you rich. Right. Anyways, go ahead. But if like, like some people like the idea, like oh, I'm just supposed to go like find a log cabin up in Colorado and just like be alone. No, no, no. no. You can have a day alone. Listen, go to the library. Go to the library. Get a cubicle and just be alone. Yeah. Or um, you, you, there's there's places. You know, go to a park. There are places where you can go where you can actually make the most of it. Some people will just like, hey, I'm just going to go and uh, rent a hotel room and just hang out. And I'm just going to pray and mm-hmm. read my Bible. And, uh, and that's and it. maybe take a nap. Uh, naps are good. Yeah, naps sometimes good. people need naps. So uh, you can, But I think it's a good idea. Try to plan a day or more to get away. Now, I don't do that. and I, I'm, So I'm not speaking hypocritically here because I'm not pretending to do that. I need to do that. I need to, yeah. I need to find a way to... To do that, and there are mo- multiple ways that I can do that. I need to do it because I think that would be really good just to refresh. And I've known pastors that have done this where they will, and we've done it here at Redeemer, we'll take all the elders and we'll just go mm-hmm. to just like a, a house somewhere and we'll just spend a day going over church and yep. just dreaming about and praying about the future. But for individuals to do it, I think it would be really, really good. Well, what else, Joe? Uh, what would you say? Well, Winnie also says that you should find or create a special place. And this could be as simple as, you know, like a just a small corner uh, in your house somewhere that's yeah. a dedicated space, or maybe it's a maybe it's a it's a it's a gazebo in the backyard. If you're Jimmy Fowler, stop! Don't uh, have a gazebo. You don't have a gazebo. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's a marble line. Stop. <laughs> patio <laughs> chandelier hanging over it here's the thing you got a champagne fountain my house they would be like, <laughs> like why is the house black but the bricks are orange i hate that's you. what they would ask I hate like, you so much kind I of a weird I house i don't want to talk about my house it's so it's so ghetto <laughs> it is not ghetto it's very nice i think it's a very nice oh house. oh yeah but no chandelier yeah except when you go into your bathroom dude you've got <laughs> a picture of your children naked in the bathroom that's weird no it's not, it's not weird. that is a okay weird, it is weird my wife weird. put it up there i know yeah, it's weird it's weird so i think joe it's really important as whitney says uh to to kind of wrap everything up, kind of I'll jump onto this last one. Yeah. Uh, so Whitney says for the last one, you want to find or create a special place. Yeah. And so it's really important that it you know it's, it's another thing you can do. It's exactly exactly. I think that you know people like um, you know maybe there is. I mean, this isn't exactly the same thing, but even just like, hey, there's a booth at a diner that I like to go to where I'm just mm. by myself, right? Yeah. And so, you know, there's people around, so it's not exactly the same thing. But find a special place if yeah. it's possible at all. That could be a means to make you go, I, I like going there, you know? So, um, yeah, listen, we're recommending Don Whitney's book, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. Go get that. We got a link for it in the show notes. So go over there and buy that book. By the way, if you buy that book through Amazon, mm. they give us like a penny. So, help us get a penny. If a million of you buy that book, it's like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Is that what that is? No. I'm not good at math. You're, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Good job. But get the book anyways because it's really good. For, I don't care who you get it from. Get that book. Um, check it out. And uh, we would like to hear your favorite spiritual disciplines, right? So maybe it's not sounds and solitude because uh, you're too much of a tech addict and you're too much of a, an extrovert and you can't handle being alone because when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back into you and what you don't know what the... to do with yourself and oh you lose your goodness. identity and you want to despair. Maybe that's you. But what are your spiritual disciplines that you tend to really enjoy? And maybe like, hey, what are some that you're looking forward to getting stronger in yeah. in the new year? Jimmy, how do they do that? How do they share these ideas with us on the social medias? Yeah, you can follow us online on Instagram or Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. 
Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Uh, are you calling Nick? I'm calling right Nick. Up? I gotta call Nick. <laughs> Later. Later.